Hey everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL Podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my left is the King, and we're here to talk about the NFL. How's it going, King? I'm just laughing because your dog keeps making noises as you're trying to be super <laughs> serious. Um, yeah, I'm good, man. How are you? One of us is super serious. The other one's my dog. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm alright, man. Yeah, we're less than 24 hours away from the 2018 NFL Draft. Trey excited. Very. Yeah, very excited. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Because... Unlike a lot of years, King, in the past, we have no idea who's going number one. No, no, literally no idea. No. <laughs> we thought we knew. Yeah, we did until, yeah, there's been a spanner thrown into, thrown into the works, hasn't there? So. Yeah. So the plan today, guys, was for us to go through one more final mock draft um, with trades this time of who we think are going to go to certain posi- uh, certain places. Um, rather than last week's mock draft we did with the amazing Punk Raider and Denver Dave, Who's also amazing? Yeah, just Dave. Uh, when yeah. we went, just Dave, who uh, <laughs> slandered us on our own podcast. Well, not yeah. Well, we did, yeah, yeah. yeah. Called us out. So um, no, but last week we did it based on if we were the GM. This week we're going to go with what we think is actually going to happen in the draft. Yes, is that right. Yeah, we've we've predicted a few trades, but you know the likelihood is there's going to be tons. Yeah. Things always move up a couple of places to get ahead of someone, so we can't really predict all of them. But we went these with are bigger ones... trades. We went with bigger moves, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did. Than... Things that we yeah that we think are, are likely to happen. Mm. Because they can move around a couple of spaces, but still get the player they're going to get anyway. Absolutely. So absolutely, we're hoping we're going to get pretty close to. Well, what's going to happen in twenty four hours? <laughs> so let's give it a go, shall we, King? Yeah, let's do it. Now for this one, we've still got the Browns picking number one. Mm-hmm. Um. We're going to alternate picks, so doesn't matter about if I'm the GM of the Browns now. You get the fourth pick. Yep. So I'm picking odd, you're picking even. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, this seems pretty sewn up until, well, a few hours ago, when yep. Mary K. Cabot of Cleveland.com decided to throw out a story that uh, the Browns have got two quarterbacks in mind, neither of which have a surname of Darnold. Yeah, I think the the insinuation was, well, it wasn't an insinuation, it was an outright statement. Yeah. Was it's between Baker Mayfield and Josh Allen. We've had a lot of rumours about Josh Allen, so I don't think that's mm-hmm. a shock, but Baker Mayfield has suddenly risen up the ranks, and um, I, I don't think unexpectedly, because I think he's an absolute baller. But, he should have been there from the start, to yeah, be honest. But. Yeah, you know, we, we, you know, we talked about some gems that we were talking about off air. I heard um, Nate Burleson say this morning that if he was six foot three... Mm-hmm. This wouldn't be a conversation. Baker Mayfield, the pick would have been in, would have been Baker Mayfield. Yeah. And I think that my view on that was, I think teams are sort of assessing it, trying to differentiate, and then they've got, someone's gone, probably said that within the organisation. You know, if Baker was six foot three, we'd take him, wouldn't we? Well, yeah. And then they've, the Browns have rethought, maybe rethought their stance, or you know, maybe it's a smokescreen. It just seems odd that it's so close to the draft. It's also the first overall pick, so it has no... They're not there's, trading it, are they? So. Yeah, they don't need. They're not going to trade the picks. They don't need to create smoke screens for the first pick. Maybe the fourth, but mm. yeah, strange, strange. It's thrown it thrown it up in the air for me as the GM for the first pick of the Browns. Yeah, um, I think everyone knows that I like Baker Mayfield. I think everyone knows that I don't really like Josh Allen. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> this is <laughs> that would be a very easy choice for me if it was between those two because I think Allen's the interloper in the conversation in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know, if they do pick Allen number one, then throw out college. Just just skip straight from high school to the draft and say, whatever you do in between those in those years, doesn't matter. 
Yeah. Do the old basketball one and dones. Yeah. One season, in you go. Fine, whatever. If I'm not going to watch your college tape and make a proper decision about it, then, yeah, then fine. Alan's the number one quarterback. I don't see it. I also, as much as I think Mayfield would do well at the Browns, I still think they are going with what they saw at the pro day in the rain when, you know, the GM was all happy and the owner was sitting with the with Donald's parents. I think the Browns are still going to take Sam Donald with the number one pick um, and everyone will be happy with that. Um, yeah, cool. I'm oh, sorry, I didn't realise we were going straight in, so that's awesome. <laughs> um, well, we've talked, we've talked a bit about his quarterbacks, but, you know, I still think it's going to be Donald. Yeah, I, Donald's my highest rated quarterback, so I, I don't think you can go wrong there. Um, you know, obviously the turnover thing is the one is the one thing that might scare teams off, but I think that um, he was on a, a did an interview with Bleacher Report this week. He is an incredibly charismatic, laid back dude. I think that's important. He's a California boy, isn't he? He is a California boy, and I think that he's um, yeah, I think he's the right person for that locker room. He's the right he's he's got enough playmaker in him that he can get himself out of trouble. Mm-hmm. He's also got an elite arm. He's clearly a gamer. Wanted to do the stuff in the rain, which 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 was just an encouraging sign. Yeah. Um. You know, he's decisive throughout the process. He didn't backtrack, which some quarterbacks do. Um. When other quarterbacks decide to throw at the combine, he made the outright decision he wasn't going to do that. Um. And then he 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 performed excellently at his pro day. So I think that the tape's good. You know, this off season he's been impressive to me. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I love that pick. I think I think he's the safest of all of them, and I think that's what the Brown Browns need. They need safety. That's why last year when they picked Miles Garrett, everyone was happy with that because it was the safest pick. It was the consensus number one pick. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just think Sam Darnold would be a bit stupid to pass up on a number one. Yeah, I think that's a um, really good approach. So what are you doing then, King? You've now got the Giants pick. I have. Now, last week you had the Browns pick at number one, so you didn't get a chance to do this. No, I didn't. So what are you doing? I'm, um, are you going with Josh Allen? Are you going with Baker Mayfield? Oh, Josh Rosen? Excellent, excellent theories, all of those. QB? Um, no, QB? I'm, not, I'm not going to QB, no. <gasps> what? I'm, I'm going Saquon Really? Bar- I'm going Saquon Barkley. Penn State? I think Penn State, yeah. <laughs> I, I think he's the best player on the board. Mm. Um, and you get him at two, which is pretty good. <laughs> and... Um, you know, it's, it's as good a value as you can get when you're picking two. Yeah, so, the best player, but not the first. Player. Yeah, so I think that's. Um, I think they're enamoured by him. Uh, all the reports were this is the highest they've given him the highest grade they've ever given a, a draft prospect, or certainly in recent years. Yeah. Um, and I think the determining factor is as well. I think they think they can elongate Eli Manning's career by taking some of the pressure off him, um, and also having three of the most dynamic players in their position on offense. So Saquon Barkley will go in and straight away be that at running back. Yep. Evan Ingram, we saw flashes last year, um, despite poor Eli, uh, play from Eli Manning. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they can utilise him a bit more. He sort of came on towards the end of the season. Um, but he's just absolutely rapid as a tight end. Um, and obviously Odell Beckham's coming back from injury, starting to train now. He's still rehabbing, but you know he's still running around, which is you know exciting. I still think Shepard's pretty serviceable as well. Shepard's serviceable, and I think you just do over the middle with Ingram, you go slants like they've always done with Odell Beckham and you, you let your playmakers make plays and you just let Eli Manning be accurate um, with in, intermediate, not a, lot, not a ton of deep balls and you run the ball a lot more than they're doing. So I think that they can, they think that they've got another couple of years from Eli Manning based on adding Saquon Barkley yeah. uh, and solidifying that run game. 
Yeah. So that's that's why I think they're going to go with Barkley. It's a bold move to take a running back number two when mm-hmm. all of the, the analysts say you should take a quarterback that high up in a rich in a rich running back class. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. I think he's special though. You, you, you know, you look at the guys that have gone top five recently. So you got Fournette that went four um, to the Jags. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Ezekiel Elliott who went four. Yeah. Um, to the um, to the Cowboys, and I, the only thing that I rate higher, um, I think Barkley's the best of all of them. The only thing I rate higher from another player is Ezekiel Elliott's blocking, um, his pass protection on third down and blitzing. Yeah. Um, that's the only thing I have um, Saquon Barkley behind a person on. Every other trait, I think Saquon Barkley's better. Well, he's not quite the downhill runner that the Fournette is. Saquon likes bouncing to the outside rather than... He does, than... but he can run over people. And he runs around people and he jumps over people. Mm. I think Barkley... Um, Fournette's a bit more one-dimensional and I think actually that versatility helps. It's a one-step-and-go for Fournette, yeah. but it's effective. yeah. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with either of them. No. I'm just saying that they're not quite the same. I would have said Fournette was better at hitting the A gap, whereas Saquon likes the B gap. Yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah. I think from a power standpoint, yeah. But I think that he is he is more diverse um, f- from a skill set standpoint. You know, we, and we've seen guys do that. You know, you, you look at someone like Adrian Peterson, who absolutely was would t- turn on the Jets and go past you, but he also yeah. had the capacity to run over you. And I think Barkley's got that ability himself. Okay. Um, so yeah, I think I I think that's what they'll do, and I'm actually the more I'm talking about, it, I don't, I'm not mad at that selection. So. <laughs> You're right about the pressure thing as well because we saw what Kamara and Ingram did for Breeze mm-hmm. last season, and We've even seen... Fournette. Sorry to, to use your example yeah. as well. Fournette with Blake Bortles, he massively came on last year, and Elliot with Prescott. Yep. Look what happened when mm-hmm. Elliot was suspended. Eventually, mm-hmm. Prescott was bombarded. Yep. And um, Carson Palmer looked decent when David Johnson was rushing for two thousand yards. Yeah. That helps. So <laughs> you know, but that was an, that, that's another example of an aging quarterback who you know has had success pr- previously in his career. Yeah. Um, See, so yeah, I think that's I think that's the blueprint that they're going to go they're going to go go for. Okay. Or follow anyway. That's fine. Mm-hmm. We've still got the Jets at three. We do. Which means I'm picking for the Jets mm-hmm. this time. Now, last week, Dave went for Rosen, didn't he? I believe so. Yes. I'm Rosen not going to do Josh Rosen. <laughs> As much as he's now in, in play, mm-hmm. and there's Josh Allen, and there's Baker Mayfield, and there's Lamar Jackson, and there's Bradley Chubb, and everyone else. Yep. I'm going for the person that I think the Jets have had their eye on for the most time, which is why they moved up to three and didn't make the extra push up to two. Yep. Because they thought this guy was going to be there at three because he wasn't in the conversation originally at one and two, which is Baker Mayfield. Yep. Who is the most kind of Joe Namath looking quarterback I've seen in a long time. He's got the swag. He's got the completion percentage they desperately need. He's a leader. He can come in. They're going to need someone to come in earlier than a lot of the other teams that are drafting quarterbacks in this first round. And Baker Mayfield has proven that he can come into a team and instantly improve them and get wins on the board. Yeah, I I, I think um, love the pick. And durable. I'll, I'll start with love the pick. but Thank you. Um, I'll add to what, you, what, what you're saying is, you know, I, I, I don't necessarily... Th- I think he'll come in quicker than their expectations. Yeah. I think Baker Mayfield's that guy who would just elevate his, his level of play. I think their their expectation of him drafting him in that position and going up is we've added um, Bridgewater um, and who was the other guy they added as well? Well, they re-signed McCown for 10 Re-signed mil. McCown. So you've got two players who... McCown had a decent year last year. He was all right. He, he got injured know, by the end, he, but... Yeah, he played he played pretty well. Um, built up a relationship with um, Anderson. 
Yeah, which Ronnie was Anderson. Ronnie Anderson, which was and Quincy Nunn was going to be back this year as well. Yeah, he was. He was great the previous season. So it's you know they've got they've got some weapons there. Um, I think their expectation is whoever they drafted would sit for a season. I don't yeah. think Baker. I think Baker Mayfield's going to you know throw a spanner in the works and, and he stop. doesn't need to sit a whole season, does he? No, no, no. I think it's going to be like when uh, Matt Flynn was traded for by the Seahawks. And they got Charlie signed Charlie Whitehurst to a big deal, and then all of a sudden, Russell, a rookie Russell Wilson, comes in and and steals the show. So yeah. um, I think we could have one of those situations on our hand. I mean, if you look at the, who the Jets have picked up as well in free mm-hmm. agency, they've got Isaiah Crowell and Thomas Rawls at mm-hmm. running back. They've picked up Terrell Pryor and Charles Johnson at wide receiver. So I think they've you know that's an improvement on what they had before. They've mm-hmm. lost their their tight ends. Austin Severian Jenkins has gone off to the Jags. Um. So they're going to have to put a, pick up a tight end at some point, mm-hmm. but you can do that later. The franchise quarterback is what you really want. And they haven't had a properly decent one, like we said, since the 60s. And as polished as Josh Rosen is, if he's not on the field, don't matter how polished he is. Yep. So I'm going with a durable quarterback who I know can win loads of games. Yeah. And I think the Jets have been looking at for a long time. Yeah. And if he was an inch and a half taller, would have been the first overall he, pick. He can handle that New York media. Yeah. Which they talk about. So yeah. Can they handle him? That's the main question. <laughs> That's how much he's handling it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's a good pick. I think they could do that for sure. Thanks, man. Yeah, I think that's what they're going to do. Okay. Okay. So now we've got the Browns at four. They're taking Rosen at four? Or they, uh, <laughs> I think Josh they should Allen take Allen. Four? Screw it. Just yeah, have nine point. quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Well, to be fair, you could play uh, You can play Darnold at uh, linebacker like he did in high school. That's right. Um, which is hilarious. What um, are you doing, King? What are you doing with this pick? You've got the, you've, the, in many ways, this draft has just reset itself. Yeah, I th- I so I went with um, Quentin Nelson. Still in our draft, I-, I don't think the Browns will do that. I would still do that personally. Yeah, I think that'd that's be the a very right sensible move. move. I think that's the right move for him. Um, Protect Donald. I think they're going Bradley Chubb. Chubb is. So I think th- what the the reasoning behind it, just to go over it briefly, Chubb's v- rated very highly. I've got him third. They're picking fourth again. You've got some value there. Um, I've got Nelson just ahead of him. Yep. Um, but. I think that the two most coveted positions in in the NFL at the moment are quarterback and pass rusher, um, and to be able to get the two top players in in both of those, in my opinion, um, is excellent. So um, you've got Emmanuel Ogbert and Miles Garrett on the line with you. That is going to be scary. Now, I'm, as a Steelers fan, I'm worried now with those three. Oh yeah, no, it's um, you know, we've seen teams do this, like go on and win the Super Bowl based on based on pass rush. You know you the back end's obviously hugely important but you look at can you name one corner on the Giants team that won the Super Bowl twice those two years because you can name Kiwanuka you can name Osiyu Manura yeah you can name Justin Tuck you mm-hmm. can name Michael Strahan can you name a corner <laughs> no or a safety no no so they won on pass r- with pass yeah. rush yeah Panthers got to the Super Bowl with the front seven. I know mm-hmm. their linebacking core is a joke, but they had, they had they Josh had, Norman as well. Yeah, they did have yeah fluke third round pick. Yes, um, but you know you can luck luck into those guys. But it's you know these teams. You know the, the Broncos as well. I thought it's funny enough. I was talking about the Panthers, the team that actually won it. Yeah, was Demarcus Ware, um, Shane, to Shane Ray, and Chris Harris Jr. Granted, Come but on. but it was Von Miller who was the MVP of that Super Bowl. Yeah, so I think that it's. I think the Browns, if they want to take the next step, they can alleviate some of the pressure they have back end by just creating havoc up top. And Ogba's super underrated, great second round pick for them. Yeah. 
um, to get Bradley Chubb to match him with with Miles Garrett, who was started to come on last year as well. Um, yeah. You know, after the injury, I think that's. I think the Browns will be pleased with those first two picks. Okay. So it's now the fifth pick. It is the fifth pick. And we're having the trade. We we have. we have we have agreed this before we started the pod. We picked out who's going to actually do a trade, and we think that the first trade in the draft will be, and the big one as well will be the Broncos moving out for the Bills to move up because we've still got three quarterbacks available here. And we know how itchy the Bills are to get hold of a quarterback. We do. And you can't be sitting there at 12 going, we've still got Josh Allen, Josh Rosen and Lamar Jackson available and we ain't moving up. Yeah, let's be decisive. Let's let's get up there. We wanted to. We couldn't get anything out of the Giants or the Browns. So, But we think the Broncos do need some more uh, holes to be filled so they're actually the first team willing to move out um, so well he come out and said as well that's we're not making this up well, they, yeah. he said that the pick's available so yeah Elway has publicly said that the, mm-hmm. the pick is in play being shopped yeah hmm. and we're going to buy it so the Bills are desperate enough to move up and and give up quite a bit we we have them giving up obviously the first round pick so the the Broncos move down to 12 yeah plus they give up a third round pick this year and next year's first round pick. Yeah. And that's interesting, King. You're the one that really pushed this one because yep. obviously the Bills have got two first round picks this year. Yep. They got the 12 they got for trading away Cordy Glenn to the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Their pick was 22. You don't think they're going to give away the 22nd pick. You think the Broncos would prefer to have next year's first round pick from the Bills? I did it, yeah. You know, I, I, I get... It's immediate help on a team, but I th- I think if you're the Broncos, who, yeah, you've got Keenum, who had a good season last year, but Keenum's yeah. not in the conversation for a top ten QB. Um, so if you're if you've got the fifth pick and you've still got all these quarterbacks that everyone thought would be top five available, yep. you being willing to trade this pick means you're not sold on that that player. So if you don't think he's elite enough for you to take him which you should absolutely do if you do think he is, mm-hmm. you're banking on him not getting more than, let's say, six wins next season for the Bills. So in not taking this year's Bills pick, which would be the 22nd overall pick, yep. you're banking on it being a top 10 pick next year. So if I'm if I'm Elway, I'm taking that risk. And what? I'm asking not for the two first rounders this year, I'm asking for the, the your first first rounder this year and your second rounder next uh, your first your first rounder next year as well. Yeah. You, I don't know if you agree, but that's how I would. Well, do. Like, I would take that risk. My my feeling was that if they're going to pick up one of those three quarterbacks, mm-hmm. which they're obviously going to move up for, mm-hmm. then they've got a good chance of winning at least the same amount of games as they did last year. So you're looking at at least twenty around twenty anyway. So my thought was it's better to go with what you know now mm-hmm. rather than potentially, especially with the way the the Dolphins have been set up to lose next season. Mm-hmm. There's a good chance the Bills win a couple more games and actually you get a worse pick than if you just taken the 22nd. Yeah, potentially. The Dolphins obviously got their starting quarterback coming back. Um, I think that, you know, besides LaShawn McCoy, I don't think there's any weapons on that team. For um, Bills? Off, off, offensively. I, you know, Clay's all right. They've done so much in free agency, though. They've they've switched up half their team. Oh, well, again, so there's going to be some turbulence there. So I, 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 in my opinion, I'm banking on next year it being a top 10 pick. Yeah, Chris Ivory is anyone they brought in that really. Yeah, so I'm, I think that's going to be a top offense. ten pick next year because there's still there's question marks about all these quarterbacks, but there's definitely question marks about the ones that have come in, 
are, are still to be picked. That's fine. So I'm 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 banking on that, and I'm taking next year's first, not this one. Okay, but we also said that those two picks weren't enough, so we bung in a third round pick as well. They'd probably ask for a second, yeah. But we think that the Bills will probably give up one of their third round picks, so they've got multiple picks in both the second and third round. Yeah. So with that said, with the Bills now at number five, yep. I'm obviously going to pick up the most polished quarterback, which they always say, and that's Josh Rosen. Okay. So Josh Rosen is going five to the Bills. That's not who I thought you were going to go for. Well, no, they could have gone Allen because obviously he's big and, uh, you know. It's cold. It's cold. But, you know, if if you've moved up that many spaces, you've given up next year's first round pick, you're going to have to sell that to the fans as someone who's ready to come in and go. Now, for some reason, some analysts think that AJ McCarron's a decent starter to, to... to begin the season. I have no trust in AJ McCarron because I saw him as a backup for Andy Dalton for several years in the AFC North. So quite how he suddenly steps out of a shadow of a you know, a bang average quarterback, Mr. Vanilla. We've always used him as the Meridian line of quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And then say, oh, he's, he's actually a starter for the Bills. Where does that come from? Well, I think it's just from the amount of games he won at Bama, but he won that with an incredibly uh, stacked team. Alabama. Um, so you need someone to come in and actually be starting. Josh yeah. Allen is a project. Yeah. Like Christian Hackenberg. I think is a project. AJ McCarron's still a project. But yeah. I think I think he's a really good backup. I don't think he's a starter. That's fine, but a backup needs to be able to win some games. Yeah. And I'm not seeing AJ, Cameron, AJ McCarron win any games in the in the NFL. No, he hasn't, for sure. So for sure. you want someone who's going to come in straight away and actually compete for the starting job. Josh Rosen does that. Yeah. Okay. So I'm picking Josh Rosen. From UCLA, despite the attitudes, despite the durability problems, yeah, I'm the Bills. I'm desperate, and I'm going with the most cute, uh, NFL ready, yeah, air quotes <laughs> quarterback. So we discussed the trade. What we didn't discuss was who we're getting. Was who we're getting. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I just want to ask you a quick question. So on, then. Josh Allen, yeah, versus Josh Rosen, yeah. Like my immediate thought process is Josh Rosen is from California and has only played in California. Yep. Yeah, it's really hot there. <laughs> Josh yeah. Allen, I don't actually know. I think he's from California actually as well. But mm-hmm. I think he, but he played yeah, in he, Wy- he played in Wyoming, but it and it's freezing, right? So did that? Did you consider that as obviously Buffalo's bloody cold? So like, is <laughs> it's did, cold, isn't it? Yeah. Did that was that in your thought process, or was it just the fact he's more polished? I think he's more NFL ready. I think it trumps the the weather conditions. Right. Okay. Okay. You know, if you're a QB, you're gonna have to play eventually out in the cold. And if it's an away game, yeah. so yeah, you're only playing eight home games anyway, mm-hmm. and some of them are in September when it's not absolutely freezing. Yeah, yeah. So he's gonna have to get used to it. Mm-hmm. The same way if you grow up in the cold climate and you have to go and play in boy in Arizona, for example, mm-hmm. that's not easy. Well, no. So the the, the quarterback who's won the most Super Bowls ever, who plays in New England, which is freezing when it gets to playoff time. Yeah. Is from California. So, yeah. uh, no, I just right. thought I'd ask the question. I, I know it's a question that people want to ask, but I don't see it as a massive factor. Either you're good or you're not. And Josh mm. Rosen is a better overall quarterback than Josh Allen. Oh, so Allen's sliding at this point. Allen has slid. Yeah, he's down. Well, we're six now. We're at the Colts. So people are saying three in top five, aren't they? Everyone's saying three in the top five. But I've, no, I've never agreed with that analysis of him. No. We've gone. Like I said, ironically, we have gone three in the top five. We have gone through the top five, but we've gone with three of the, the safest picks. Mm-hmm. Although I think Rosen's a massive gamble because 
of the durability issues. Yep. That's the biggest worry for me, not his attitude. Yeah. At least when he dies, if he gets injured, because it'd be so cold in Buffalo. He just has to sit down. <laughs> so that's cool. That's good news for him. <laughs> yeah. Right. So there we go. So now you've got the Colts. Yeah. Because we're not moving out the Colts pick. We're not moving the Colts pick. No. We, we thought about it, but we didn't find anyone that had enough draft capital to give the Colts what they wanted. Yeah. I think they want to tackle here. Um, I don't have a tackle rated high enough. I love Quentin Nelson. I think he's the second best. Mm-hmm. You've got luck coming back. Got luck coming back. He's always needed offensive line help. Unfortunately, they're not getting it here. I think, actually, from a guard from a guard and tackle perspective, there's depth. Yeah. There's a lot of depth in this draft. But there's one... Oh, there's one standout. Could be a Hall yeah. of... Yeah, we're calling him a Hall of Famer and he's not played a game. But yeah. <laughs> there's one guy who's absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. I don't think the interior is the massive, massive issue. I think they need tackle support. And okay. I think you can what? get a very good guard in the second round. Okay. So I think the Colts are going to address an area of need in someone who they're rumoured to really, really like. Mm-hmm. I think they're going Raekwon Smith, linebacker from Georgia. Oh. Okay. Raekwon Smith. Raekwon Smith, sorry, even. He's, uh, he's an aggressive linebacker, isn't he? He is. He is. There's there's some question marks about him. He's, he rose up with Georgia's run to the championship game. Um, You know, excellent. He's He's just a physical freak. He's one of those sort of Telvin Smith types, slightly under well, what looks like slightly undersized, sized, but, but easy comes to say, but comes down here yeah, really easy. <laughs> but comes downhill. He's a thumper. He will absolutely smash you, despite you know his his stature, which is still you know he's still a big guy. Don't get me wrong, but um, he's sideline to sideline. He's super super athletic. Um, I just I think he's not the most polished when it comes to coverage. Struggles with his hip movement. He's not the most fluid. Um, but you know when he's facing the right direction, he he will get you in a hurry, and he will tackle through you. So I think that he just adds some speed and some leadership to that defense that you know just needs some support. They're, they're lacking a lot the the Colts, and I think them adding a key piece in the center of their defense is um, you know will be integral. Yeah. Well, happy, no, it's happy with that. Well, he is one of the top uh, listed linebackers. Mm-hmm. The prospects, obviously, Tremaine Edmonds is up there as probably the most athletic of all of them. Yep, but uh, he's quite wild. So Roquan is probably more polished. You're right. Um, they need, they do need linebacker help. Mm-hmm. Let's face it, they need a lot of help mm-hmm. everywhere. So uh, can't be mad with that. Yeah, obviously you've got Roquan, then you've got um, Malik Hooker behind him. So yep, that should be a good little spine there. Yep, absolutely. Not mad with that pick at all. Good. So let's go with the Bucks. Uh huh. And. Yeah, I'm. Well, I'm going defense. Okay. Um, as much as they probably need a running back. Uh, I'm hearing offensive line as well. They're looking at. Mm. Yeah, I just think that they 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 really want to, they they need to sort out in the NFC South. There are an awful lot of very good wide receivers that yeah. play against them every year. Yep. Um, they've got Mike Evans, obviously, but there are people like Julio Jones and Michael Thomas that just repeatedly beat up on the Bucks defence mm-hmm. they're going to have to address the cornerback position interesting and I'm also going to go with a bit of an outsider mm-hmm. here um, I'm going to go with Isaiah Oliver as my cornerback pick and I'm going to tell you why you think they're going with Isaiah Oliver yeah I think because he's actually the biggest cornerback in the group okay you've got people yeah. Sorry, you legit think the Bucks are going for Isaiah Oliver? Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
You've got people like Denzel Warren, Josh Jackson, Jair Alexander, but they're not as tall as Isaiah Oliver from Colorado. Yeah. Okay. He's tall enough. He's got the range. Okay. He can handle people like Julio Jones. Mate, if this comes in, if people put like even a quid on this, like a pound on this, a dollar on it, wherever yeah. you're listening. I might do it. I might do it. You're going to get odds for days on that pick. No, I'm I've got him ranked in the 30s. No, you're wrong. Well, I ha- no, I'm telling you I have him ranked in the 30s. Yeah, but I'm telling you, you're wrong. Okay. Isaiah Oliver is actually sneakily the best cornerback in the draft. Okay. And I'm deferring to one of the most respected people I have in the um, in NFL, and that is Brett Coleman. Okay. Who had him go in there as well, and I completely agree with him. But you love Mike Mayock. I like Mike Mayock, but I love Brett Coleman, and I like uh, Schleg Daddy as well, Jeff Schlegel. Okay. There's quite a few people I, I respect okay. in the uh, NFL game. Okay. I don't. Mike Mayock's fine, but uh, and Joel oh. Klatt is probably my other favourite. I've got a little stable. You just of, naming analysts. You like of great analysts. There are some terrible analysts out there. Okay, I'm not going to name because I'm professional, but okay, you know. Okay, all right. I'm um, saying Isaiah Oliver is actually able to handle the NFC South re- receivers. Wow! In a way that Denzel Ward can't. Wow! That is a sh- that's the first <laughs> that's the first huge shock. Really, there you go. Um, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to try and find him on my board. <laughs> that is on you, King. That is on no one else but you. That you don't have Isaiah Oliver higher up your board. No, I don't. I like him. I think he's a good player. I, have a, I had him as I, an excellent value pick in the early second round. <laughs> but could sneak into no, the I'm first I've got written down um, well in our group mark I picked him for the Patriots well, sn- he has snuck in he's snuck into the bloody top 10 I never got the Buccaneers pick in uh, the group mock last week so well I'm good <laughs> did you take Isaiah Oliver in the yeah. mock last week yeah when did you take him I, t- I just said I took him at 31 for the Patriots oh he's uh, he's had a mighty rise in a few days hasn't he well I'm now the GM for the Bucs <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Trust me, boy. Trust me. In a few years, you'll look back at Isaiah Oliver and you'll go, I can see it. Or you, I'll look, look back at, at you how, and be like... What were you thinking? Yeah. If you look at what happened with Marshall Lattimore, okay? Yeah. Look what happened with... Marcus Jalen Peters. Ramsey. Marcus Peters. Marcus Peters as well. Mm-hmm. You bring in the cornerback, which shuts down half the field, mm-hmm. sorts out a lot of problems for you. And I'm just saying, Isaiah Oliver is the tallest and he's got the skills to handle the NFC self Okay. Okay. I probably would have gone Derwin James. You weren't picking. I know, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just... We're not doing that. We're not doing what we did last year. Pick, well, I'll always pick this one. Come on. You've got the Bears. I have got the Bears. Again, we're, we haven't traded out of the next couple of picks, so we think these are going to stay relatively where they are, or at least even if they do move a couple of places, they're still picking probably the same player. Yeah. So you've got the Bears. I have. What are you doing with the Bears? They, they've lucked out, haven't they? They're going to have to go Quentin Nelson. Yeah, they invested in their they invested in their uh, QB last year. They've invested in some wide receivers for him in the off season. They've been cartwheels. He's got that, a solid running game already established. Those two guys are fantastic, and you add the best guard in the league. Which, if Trubisky doesn't work, these guys are getting fired because they picked him and they traded up from three to two. Yeah, yeah, they gave up picks to take him. And they need to keep him upright for as long as they can. And Quentin Nelson is the best guard, both run and pass. So I Guaranteed think, Hall of Famer, apparently. Yeah, according to everyone you ever listen to. So <laughs> I think that um, I think that, that is a great pick for them. They're going to be absolutely chuffed. Trubisky's going to be chuffed. 
And the person who's most chuffed? Mike Glennon? Jordan Howard. Oh, right. Yeah, Jordan Howard, yeah. And Tariq Cohen. Let's not forget Tariq. Yeah, let's not. That's, you know, I don't want to disrespect him. He had a fantastic season. He did. But yeah, Quinton Nelson is going to the Bears. Notre Dame. And it's just down the road. It's just down the road from. Yeah, yeah, be a local boy. Mm hmm. Ish. Down the road in America is quite a long way. Yeah, England's <laughs> super tiny. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So now we're on to the 49ers, who, again, we looked at potentially moving out of that pick because Shanahan likes acquiring a lot of picks. Um, but we've got them going at nine, and I get to pick my personal favourite player in the draft, which is Minka Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. Safety from Alabama. Uh, yeah, just a complete leader. That's what they really want, especially with the problems they've got with um, Reuben Foster. Mm-hmm. Just had to scratch the name out of my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, who might not even be in the league next year. He seems to be doing everything he can to get out of the league. So they need um, a calming figure in the backfield. And Fitzpatrick does that. Anchors the whole secondary. And, yeah, gives the 49ers a general on the field. I think you've missed the biggest thing as well, which I think is the selling point. Is their GM is an Ivy League educated... Stanford. Stanford reference again um, is an Ivy League <laughs> educated safety yes. who was the smartest player on the pitch yep. hard hitting leader mm-hmm. I guess you telling me he's not going to have an affinity for Minka Fitzpatrick yeah. when Anyone he hears Nick Saban, Nick Saban yeah. when Nick Saban turns around to him and goes he's the smartest player I've ever coached Yeah, I think no one is talking about Fitzpatrick to the 49ers oh, they absolutely and should I, be the, again, it's one of them. You think about it a little bit, and you go, "That makes total sense." Yes, yeah. So yeah, I love it. Good pick. Thanks, man. Good pick. So, what are you doing with the Raiders at ten? John Gruden's first pick, even though he is the manager, not the GM. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got some say in what's going on there at ten. Yeah, for sure. For sure, uh, it's between no Roquan Smith. No Roquan Smith. It's between two people for me. Um, Derwin James is an option but they've invested a lot of first round they've got um, who was the Connecticut safety they picked up last season in the second round you mean Melifonwe Melifonwe there you go sorry that was a long pause sorry guys Um, (laughs) so Derwin James is an option but he's already been quoted as saying he expects him to step up they picked up Marcus Gilchrist as well in uh, free agency yeah safety yeah Carl Joseph they've got they've invested a ton so for me, it's between Vita Vea and Tremaine Edmonds, and I think they are going to go with Tremaine Edmonds. They keep getting run over. They've yeah. they've got they've just re-signed a couple of defensive tackles. Otherwise, I think they'd go Vea at this point. Mm-hmm. So they're going to go with a linebacker. They need to get better at, at linebacker. And one thing about Edmonds as well is he does provide help on sub packages. He can rush from the outside. He can play inside linebacker. He's versatile. Um, and all of a sudden now we're talking about the old Bucks teams. He's got his uh, he's got his Brooks. He's got his Derek Brooks now in in Tremaine Edmonds, who's just a hyper athletic, versatile. He's a prospect, defender. isn't he? You can just tell that Gruden would love to pick him up and and, and mould him because mm-hmm. Edmonds is great at you know he's he's so athletic that he dominates every single game, but not because he particularly reads the play. It's just that he can compensate if he makes a mistake on the first step, which is quite regular for him, actually. He likes to get after the quarterback. 
And unfortunately, yeah. that means that clever quarterbacks can hand off to running backs who are going where he was. Yeah, he won't. He won't so, get that freedom um, with the Raiders. No. Um, the only thing I don't well, like. You ain't got, got the time to to make up that step. No. The only the only thing I don't like. Um, he's also nineteen, by the way. Yes, yeah, which is ridiculous. Um, that I love about him. The one thing I don't like about him is that Ra- Roquan Smith is a lot less physically imposing, but is the harder hitter of the two. Yeah, I think Edmonds needs to, based on his size and physical ability, needs to become a tone setter, and he's not that yet. Um, and that's something. If one person's going to get out of him, it's going to be John Gruden. So mm-hmm. I think that's a really, really good pick for the uh, for the Raiders, and they'll be chuffed to have him. If you do say so yourself, I do. I do. Well, I'm the Raiders, so I'm saying it as if yeah. to the Raiders, you know. Okay, so I'm now going to pick for the Dolphins mm-hmm. at 11. Mm-hmm. And we've still got Josh Allen on the board. Jesus, he slipped down out of the top 10 now. He has. But I think that is probably the right way to do it. And I've got Lamar Jackson there as well. Now, the Dolphins are one of those teams that could actually house Lamar Jackson. He's that kind of player. He's a bit. He's quite similar to Tannehill in that he's a bit of a scrambly quarterback. He's got a bit of yeah, but I'm not. I'm not going to pick him. I'm just mm-hmm. saying that he kind of fits that scheme where he can get out and and then make a throw or make a run. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I am actually going to go defense for the the Dolphins. Are you think because I'm my immediate thought is cornerback because Brady's still there. You know, we, the Bills have gone up and got got their quarterback. Mm. So how you going to defend? <laughs> how you going to defend these guys? You know, I'm going to hit him in the face. Okay. I'm going to pick up Harold Landry. What? Yes. You picked Harold <laughs> Harold Landry ahead of Marcus Davenport? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm picking Harold Landry because of what I saw a year ago from Boston College. Um, he can get round... Ra- the amount of bend that guy's got to get round the, the tackle, I think that he is actually the one that the Dolphins might want to pick up on the other side. He's, he's my Derek um, Barnett of last year. He is the most natural pass rusher in this draft. Yeah. And why wouldn't I pick that up? Yeah, I'm pretty sure um, Derek Barnett had a sack fumble in the... He, uh, he did very well, In yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah, it might you, have helped a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I, I think for a team that has a lot of issues and lacks talent, for them to get someone who's as polished as he is, he's, you know... He's, he's not got the upside of Davenport. Let's let's be honest no. about that. He does. He's just not as physi- he's not as physically gifted as as Davenport has, is. But he's way more polished. He's gonna be very consistent. And people talked about Bosa's um, inadequacies when he was drafted. Yeah. Said, "Oh my, he's so polished coming out. He's the most polished pass rusher we've seen." But you know, he's, he 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 ran a four eight. Yeah. And he's not these things. Bosa's been a beast since he's yeah. come in. And there's something to be said about someone who is technically sound. And, uh, you know, can just dominate with, with skill. He just gets so low to the ground when mm-hmm. he, he comes off the edge. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's almost impossible to stop him. You can't him. hit him, yeah. So, yeah, I think he's going to make a... Yeah. Well, on a 40-year-old Brady mm-hmm. and Josh Rosen, mm-hmm. who has trouble standing up, yeah. I think we've got some... We need to start attacking the quarterback. Well, they've gone, they've gone from having an incredibly old defensive line to last year they picked up Harris, Charles yeah. Harris in the first round. So they basically done the same as the Browns have done which mm. is you, you address pass rush in the, in, in the first round and then you uh, address it again the following year and all of a sudden you've got bookends on rookie deals for four or five years who also can learn off Cameron Wake um, yeah. for, you know he's right at the tail end of his career but what 
you know, what a, what a person to learn of. He'll, he'll be there as a coaching staff, won't he? You can he should one be. of those guys who's going to be there forever. He should, he should be. be, anyway. Yeah, for sure. But you build from the front back when it comes yeah. to defence, and mm-hmm. they need to build another defensive end, and Howard Landry is the most natural pass rusher there. Okay. Is, so okay. That's why I'm taking him ahead of Davenport. Interesting. Interesting. We've had a couple of sliders, haven't we? We have. This one is... The Broncos at 12. So hang on. So if the Broncos like Josh Allen, yeah. which is... Looks a lot like jo- uh, John Elway, at least in stature mm-hmm. rather than uh, production. Mm-hmm. What do you reckon, King? I think you're on the clock. I am on the clock, and I didn't think Josh Allen was going to be here because I was about <laughs> to say I was about to say what my pick was going to be. How then, much and it further definitely are you going? Wa- it definitely wasn't going to be Josh Allen. How much, how much lower is this guy going? I think in this in this situation, there'd be a team that would trade up. Yeah, but we're too late in now. We've already done our trades, so yeah. uh, that's not going to happen. <laughs> that ain't going to happen. Um, Oh, do I take him? This is this is a real nightmare now. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take him. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen is going to the Broncos. I mean, they missed out on Cousins. Yeah. For those of you, uh, if Josh Allen's already gone at this point, I'd have taken Denzel Ward. As, yeah, well, as the heir apparent to Aqib Tlaib. For the Broncos. Yep. So no, he- five. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But I have Josh Allen rated higher, so I didn't go for Denzel. That's why. I went on value again. Um, yeah, I, this is never going to play out. Um, but if it does, then what do you mean it's not gonna play that's out? one of the steals of the draft. <laughs> that could happen. <laughs> no, he's not getting that far. But a team will go up and get him. I think all the picks we've made so far have been uh, legit. Okay. I... I know you don't agree with Oliver. No. Which is stupid, because he is actually the best <laughs> one. <laughs> I don't agree with your vocal on Smith, because he's a bit high there. But uh, you know, the Colts love him. Watch, watch <laughs> happen tomorrow night. Watch happen tomorrow night. Anyway, you're up. Right, yeah, you're the yeah. Redskins. I'm the Redskins. Okay. Uh, I can't believe the Broncos just got Josh Allen. Sorry. <laughs> what a trade! That's the trade of the century. Moving down. That is the trade five of the century. And picking up. Well, no, because I think he's a complete bust. Well, well not a complete first, bust. Got a first round of next year. <laughs> I think he's a bust. I think he's a bust. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So I'm the Redskins, and I got holes. In various area codes, front seven is a is an issue. It is also it is. the That's also also the back end. The corners aren't fantastic. Josh Norman, um, Rashard Breland, I think is still there. Yeah, he, but corners failed. And um, you need a guard, my man. <laughs> I do, but I'm going to pick up Vita Vea, a defensive tackle. It's the it's a it's a proper Redskins pick. Is getting a. A three hundred plus pound defensive tackle. Okay. To try and cut up through the middle. I'm taking Vita V, uh, and I think you're mad because you probably want him next. So, uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> but one thing I will say: if Vita V gets to thirteen, watch for the charges to try and move up from seventeen to thirteen okay. to take him. Yes. Because their biggest area of need is defensive tackle, and he is the best one. But there is value there. Yeah. There's a lot of good tackles in this draft, but I think Vea is special. He's like, yeah, it's like Quentin Nelson, isn't it? There are a lot of good guards in the draft, but he is the outstanding one. Yeah, I, th- I think Vey is a top 10 prospect in the whole draft, so... Well, we picked him top 10 last week. Mm-hmm. I did. picked him. You did. You so did. For the Bears. Um, yeah, well, actually, I, I can pick the Packers' same pick I picked the other day, which is Derwin James. Uh, instead, I'm going to pick Denzel Ward, because I think corners are more pressing need, um, and I have them rated pretty similar. So, they're going to go with... Uh, Denzel Ward and they are incredibly pleased he's fallen into their lap okay at this point I think they've got the best corner and they've got him at 14 
And that means <laughs> <laughs> we now get down to the Cardinals yeah. and we're actually going to have a trade. We, we have got a trade. Despite the fact that the Cardinals are desperate for basically everything apart from running back and one wide receiver, mm-hmm. uh, we've got them trading out this pick mm-hmm. to the New England Patriots. Yep. Uh, and let's just say what the, the Patriots are giving up here. Mm-hmm. So obviously they're switching first round picks plus a second round pick. Yep. So we're only moving up from 23 to 15. Yep. But the Cardinals need as many picks as possible. Yep. So we're saying they're forsaking a Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. to take his extra picks. They are. Well, one extra pick. Yeah. Okay. Maybe maybe a fourth as well. Who knows? So, as the New England Patriots, I'm going to take Lamar Jackson from Louisville, as that's the only reason why he'd move up in this draft, is to pick a quarterback. He's the fifth one there. And as I thought the Cardinals would probably take him, it's time for me to pull the trigger on one of my two first round picks. And I'm taking an air appellant for the Patriots. Yeah, easy for you to say. Um, <laughs> I sorry, so I, I rarely do I get an opportunity to say that. Um, <laughs> what do they say? <laughs> yeah, Um I think that's hilarious. I thought I just about covered it, so I think it was that funny. No, I think <laughs> I think this is um I think this is uh, I think this could happen. Hence yeah. the reason why we've we've created there this. There's been a lot of stories about Lamar Jackson the Patriots. They like him. Coming, is that just smoke? Is that to kind of panic the Cardinals to move up higher? I or? think, you know, Brady, you know, he's he's getting a bit long in the tooth now. And I think that... A bit? Yeah. Sabertooth. Well, he's, ama- he's amazing um, still. But it's... Um, I th- I My reasoning behind this trade is that... And I, we spoke about this before the podcast. At length. At length, we did. We, we some of the stuff off air is fantastic, guys. You should hear it. Um, no, but I said that I think Belichick's one of the. He he is a trendsetter when it comes to the NFL. Um, you know the examples I gave when no one was drafting tight ends, he takes Aaron Hernandez and um, Gronkowski in the same draft, and all of a sudden everyone wants tight ends. Yeah, he takes three running backs, uses them in different ways. Everyone then suddenly wants a stable of running backs. You know, and it's, you know, small receivers, possession receivers. Now everyone's doing it. It's like he has absolutely been the trendsetter for the last five to ten years. And um, he does that. And I think he got hosed in the Super Bowl by a team that played RPOs. Mm-hmm. And what better quarterback to, if you're going to swap in, transition into that kind of offense, what better quarterback to have than Lamar Jackson? Yeah, well, so this, I is think a, that, this is a team of offense that you're just going to plug anyone. Well, apparently, mm-hmm. you can plug Matt Castle in and get wins. Yeah. So. Ten. And Lamar Jackson is a scary prospect if they can get the most out of him. And that is definitely an organisation that can make the most out of talent. And Josh McDaniels, for all his faults and stuff, I know you don't particularly like the offence, he has the capacity to... He to, he um, he has the ability to... He's one of those offensive minds, the new guys, the young guys coming through. I think he's incredibly creative. He's given free reign when it, from Belichick. And I think that that pairing's fantastic. The only other people... Are, two, there's two people I'd rather see... Um, Lamar Jackson with and that's it and that's um, Shanahan and Sean Payton they're the only other two coaches I'd like to see him with more other yeah, than so that Saints. it's McDaniels he's not going to go to the, the Niners is he no of course not but I'm just saying other than that I think that's the perfect partnership can you imagine him at the, at the uh, Saints Jesus that'd be unbelievable <laughs> those two running backs absolutely and Jackson as well how can you cover all that and Thomas and to- yeah well, yeah, I was talking about yeah, at the backfield. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, ridiculous. But yeah, this actually could happen, guys. This isn't just pie in the sky. 
Patriots are no Brady forever. They yeah. need to draft someone else eventually. You know, yeah. Brian Hoyer is not the answer. No. I checked with uh, Patriot Mark. He said the same thing, that Brian Hoyer is not the, the future <laughs> the Patriots. So no. uh, it's not just me saying it. No, and I think our, our reasoning behind why the Arizona Cardinals would trade out of this position, despite there being a quarterback available, is the Arizona Cardinals have so many holes. They have so little talent now. Um, they are in rebuild mode. And even if they took Lamar Jackson and he then becomes the heir apparent, they've got massive offensive line issues. Yep. They've got their best receiver is 48 years old. Yeah. Um, they don't have a, they don't have strong tight end play. No. Johnson, when healthy, you know, he's coming off an injury. You can't guarantee, can't guarantee he's going to be the same person coming back. So actually what you're going to end up doing is destroying your quarterback, either his confidence or his body worse. And it's, you know, for what? Yeah. And you're going to have to, you know, you now you've accrued, now you've accrued, year. yeah, you've accrued draft picks and stuff. Um, you've got ability to load up on talent, put yourselves in a situation where if you don't have stellar quarterback play, inevitably you're going to have a high pick anyway. Get the quarterback then once you've accrued some talent. Do what the Browns have done. We also said, well, why? how, how come the Cards didn't move up in this draft? Well, quite frankly, they've got no draft capital to move up. Yeah. They've got nothing to trade. Yeah. Except future first round picks. Yeah, there's so many teams with, with picks that are tangible. And by that, I mean you can you, you will get picks back this year yeah. uh, and multiple picks back this year. Um, that they're not a team that they're not an attractive trade proposition. No. Bills, Patriots, even Browns, if they want to move up because they've got a number of second round picks and yeah, third round picks. Yeah. Like, you know, they're all teams that, you know, legitimately you'd, you'd want to trade with because you can get capital back immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've seen teams project and, and it's not panned out for them. So No. Um, Whereas with the, the, Bill, the, the Bills are the big uh, desperate team this year mm-hmm. and they've got the, the draft capital to do it. Absolutely. There's only reason we haven't got the cards doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Then, despite the fact that I picked Lamar Jackson, you did most of the talking there. So now you've got to carry on because you're now the Ravens GM. Yeah. So, who are you picking for the Ravens? Now, all five quarterbacks are gone. Mm-hmm. The, the consensus first-round quarterbacks. Yep. What are you doing for the Ravens? Because they've got lots of holes as well. They do. They've got tons of holes. They've got tons of <laughs> holes. I'm going to go with Marcus Davenport. Just Excellent. because I think that he's... For them, despite Derwin James, which isn't an area of need for them, I think that Davenport is the will become the heir apparent, and I think they always they've always had good pass rushers, and I think because of that, he's fallen into their laps, and they're going to take him. I think he can learn off Suggs, and um, yeah, he'll be the heir apparent there, and he's their kind of player, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, nothing bad to say about that. I mean, they definitely need to sort out the Terrell Suggs. Yeah, and anyone who has an argument with me about this and says he's from a small <laughs> school and it's not great, yeah, Khalil Mack. That's all I'm gonna say. Like went to Buffalo, so uh, yeah, come at me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, but, but that's what I'm going with. Chargers, mate. Surely, Chargers. Surely it's got to be Derwin James. Nah. He's the... no. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Derwin James, who's he? He's got to be the pick at this point. I'm sorry, I know it's your pick. He's the pick. Well, I've got two safeties I'm thinking about here. Do you not like Derwin James? I like him, but he has slid. Yet again. Right, so I have Derwin James ranked 8th, 
And the next safety I have, I have ranked 34th. Last week we had him going 14 to the Packers. Mm-hmm. And right. I said that was excellent value because he was rated in the top 10. It was excellent value, yeah. If, well, if you, yeah. But there are other safeties in this draft. So Chargers need offensive tackles, inside linebacker for sure. You've also got a defensive tackle that I think would be very good. I think defensive tackle is the biggest area of need. But I think that... I think they're going to cover Eric Weddle. I, I Eric think, Weddle. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I, I think <laughs> I think that Derwin James is too good to pass up at this point. There's too much value. Mm. He's never making it this far, I don't think. We've gone wrong somewhere, I believe. Oh, go on. I'll take Derwin James and just to shut you up. <laughs> what a pick, Jim. I don't agree with it. But you're right. He has slid. But that's what happens, though, King. When you've got five quarterbacks... Yep. Someone's going to slide. Mm-hmm. There are too many other good positions... For sure. I think that's an excellent pick. I think that is an excellent pick. And the thing is as well, for the Chargers, they're going to assume that these defensive tackles that we're looking at, you know, because of this domino effect, like you're talking about the quarterbacks, are going to end up being available. Which is why I was worried that when you said that the Broncos only wanted the first round pick next year, there were going to be some Mm. sliders here. Mm. But that was your decision. That was my decision. Bow down to the king. That was... that was my decision. This can be some All right, so now you've, just, yeah, you've picked Derwin James as well for me. Now you can pick the Seahawks <laughs> pick, can't you? You can have it if you Such want a it. Douche. No. <laughs> you don't want it. I don't want it. Um, they're going to pick um, Jair Alexander for Louisville, cornerback. Okay. Why? What, you've, you're scratching your head. What's the problem there? Well, it's just a cornerback. I know, but they've lost. They've lost a leader in Richard Sherman. I think it's an area of need for them. They're not yeah. particularly talent rich on the back end now. Um, you know, L. Thomas is is the one standout, and um, I think he's my highest rated cornerback. I just think that they're moving more towards um, changing the entire ethos of that team from defense to offense. Mm-hmm. And the first thing you got to do is help out Russell Wilson. So I'd have gone line. I'd have gone O line. Okay. I'm. I don't think they need tackles. I think they need interior linemen. I, um, I was talking about interior. Line. I was talking about guard. You're talking about guard. I was talking about guard. Yeah. See, I, at this point, just purely based on where my board is, and what I think they're thinking is the only thing I have graded relatively close to that is the centre. So no, I don't think they're going to go with a lineman. That's I th- fine. I think they go corner. Personally. Can I take a pick now? Of course you can. It's the Cowboys at 19. Mm-hmm. They've been waiting and waiting. Mm-hmm. And don't know if you noticed, but we haven't picked a, a wide receiver yet. We haven't. So I've got my pick of the wide receivers, and I desperately need one. You do? I need to help out um, my franchise quarterback. Uh, all I've really got at wide receiver is Cole Beasley. So I'm going to pick up Cortland Sutton from SMU. Okay. I think that he is the... Well, heir apparent to Des Bryant. He's just a lot younger and uh, no sass. So, is that no sass or no sauce? Which one is sass? It? Sass boy. Okay. Watch your sass. Rather than Calvin Ridley, I actually think Cortland Sutton. The more I've watched that guy, um, I'm more impressed. Okay, interesting. So that's all I've got to say about that. Really, they're going to take a wide receiver unless they've got unless someone slides. That's um, unbelievable. Yeah, no, I think that's um, yeah, I think that's a really good pick. 
I think that's a very, very good pick. You're really deep into your paper now, aren't you? I am. You're, I'm, I'm you're doing well. I'm trying to work place. out now. Cause so we're doing the crossword or these something. These picks, are, you know, we probably should have discussed them beforehand. They're, um, <laughs> they're interesting. Some we of spent them. an hour talking about trades. We did talk about <laughs> trades for a while, to be fair. So, uh, yeah. I um, Yeah, I agree. We're on pick 20 now. And we this are. Is the Lions. It is the Lions. What are you doing? They need a running back. They, desperately. They do need a running back desperately. I'm not taking a running back. Oh, not again. No, I'm not taking one. I'm taking so a well-coached, solid linebacker. I'm going with <laughs> Rashawn Evans. Classic oh. Lions pitch. They've gone defense. They need help at linebacker. Rashawn Evans comes in. And I think that uh, he helps solidify that defense. Um, You know, they've got a defensive coach now in Patricia. Um... His favourite player on that defence, I'm making assumptions here, was Dante <laughs> Hightower, who was a big-bodied inside linebacker who had pass rush ability mm. that came out of Alabama. Right. And all of a sudden, he goes in and he finds his Dante Hightower in Rashawn Evans, and I think there's good value in that because I have him in the top 15, and they took him at 20. So I think that that's uh, a good value pick. And again, it's one of those things we talked earlier, earlier on about... Um, Gruden and Lynch both sort of emulating previous success they've had and I think Patricia's going to do the same thing with Rashawn Evans okay mm-hmm. 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 well yeah yeah it's just it's another defensive pickup for them yep <laughs> they need a running back they need a running back they do alright that being said I'm on to oh I've got the Bengals again why can't I never avoid these bloody Bengals you love the Bengals mate so who did I pick up last week for them just looking. I picked up Rashawn Evans. Chin up, mate. Thanks He's gone. He's, Thanks for he that. He has gone. You stole him. I've, I've got him as looking for linebackers, cornerbacks, and defensive tackles. Yeah, so I'm going to pick a centre. Okay. I'm going to pick James Daniels from Iowa. Great pick. Very good value as well. Thank you. At that Thank point. you. They they desperately need some help on that line. They they never recovered from, from trading away their uh, left tackle and left guard, so... Um, yeah, I'm picking up a proper centre for them. James Daniels is a boost. He is. He's fantastic. I love that pick. I love that pick. Um, I've got the Bills. We're going to go back-to-back linemen. I've got them taking Mike McGlinchey. Yeah. They lose a left tackle via a trade. They then pick up another left tackle. And probably a, possibly a better one. Probably better, I think. And uh, I think he's the best tackle in the in the draft. Um, I think he's super athletic. Yeah, and I think that uh, he can. Um, I've got him potentially even going in the top ten. I think that the Niners could look at him, um, but I think yeah, he's the most athletic guy. You get him on a rookie deal as well, so you save yourself some money and you get a, uh, an upgrade. Um, and you've yeah. gone up and got your quarterback. You've you've you know you've got that combination of left tackle and quarterback on the same contract. So I think it's a good pick, good value as well. I've got him ranked in the top fifteen. Yeah. No, he's he's definitely going to be a first rounder and um, around that kind of pick as well. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That does help the Bills. They went up to get Josh Rosen. Yep. You don't think they need some extra help on the line? Like, uh... oh, I don't know. On the line? No, no, it is on the line. I'm thinking about defence, aren't I? So, sorry. No, it's all good. Yeah, potentially. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to pick the Cardinals at the same time no, as talking no. to you. It's all so. good, man. <laughs> 
But this is from the trade, isn't it? So this is the yes. New England Patriots trade. So yeah, I've now I'm now the Cardinals rather than the Patriots mm-hmm. again. Um and so I am going to go They've got the luxury, I think, here, mate, of, of going best available because that trade down was they've, they're so lacking talent, aren't they? So for yeah. you, it's yeah. you know, if you you know, I know we're basing it on on what they're doing, but it's who you think they're the best the best player on their board. So I'm gonna go with well, the most solid college team, mm-hmm. which has got to be Bama. It has got to be Bama. Deron Payne, defensive tackle. I have him highest rated on my board. Yep. I just at this point, if I'm the if I'm the Cardinals, I don't necessarily think that de- defensive lines an area of need. They they've got Kandishi, who they took in the first round pick. Yeah, but what they they haven't got this, Campbell this, anymore. Though. This they isn't this isn't me ridiculing this pick. This is what they have to do at this point. You have to take the best players available yep. when you have no talent, and yeah. um, you know it's. I think that's the right pick for them. Thank you. Yeah, uh, it's just yeah, it's just the best player available, and I think they. They've never recovered from losing Campbell as well, so yeah, start shoring up that defensive line. Definitely, and he is the best one. Then. He is for sure. I him Yeah, he was definitely he was rated highest on my board at that point. What are you doing for the Panthers then, King? Because this is going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Of uh, where you think they're going? Potentially center. Yeah. Po potentially center, or potentially guard. Okay. I think they need offensive offensive line help personally. Um, I think ideally they'd like to pick up a cornerback or defensive end. Cornerbacks, I think we know they're based on how they treated Josh Norman. We know their focus is pick up someone late and and we go from the front mm-hmm. um, and defense from a defensive end standpoint. That I've got no one graded high enough for me to to warrant this pick. Yeah. Um, you know the other guys came off earlier in the board. I think they'd have hoped that someone like Landry would have slipped to them. Mm-hmm. Um. But, you know, rightly so. I think you've taken him early doors. I did. So I'm going to go with the guard. I'm going to go Isaiah Wynn, offensive Ooh, line from yes. Georgia. So I think that, yeah, I think that they need help there. Um, they need to keep... We seen, Cam upright. You know, we talked about a lot how Cam gets flustered when he gets hit or when he gets pressured. So I think by solidifying the offensive line, you've also solidified your quarterback's play, frankly. So I think that's... Um, well, they got to the they got to Super Bowl, but they didn't protect Cam during it. And then the next season, they paid for it, didn't they? Because he was getting battered. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Uh, so they finally realised they've got to start protecting him. They did that by bringing in a couple of running backs. But they, like you said, they do need to help him out as well. Yeah, and the running on backs. The line. And the running backs, they need to help out. So getting a, a yeah. solid guard is um is the right thing to do. Isaiah Wynn is a quality prospect, mm-hmm. so I'm, I fully expect him to go first round as well. Now I've got the Titans. Mm-hmm. Now this is awkward because. I feel like they do need to do linebacker. Yep. And typically we'd have gone someone like Leighton Van Der Esch, but he is. Yeah. We've got a problem with Leighton Van Der Esch, or Leighton Van Der Esch has got a problem with his neck. Yeah, we don't know if the Titans. I I've heard a number of teams have have taken him off the board completely. We mm-hmm. don't know how many teams, and it definitely isn't all of the teams. So we don't know if the Titans are one of those teams. No. But, but yeah. Bearing that in mind, mm-hmm. bearing that the, the fact that he has got an issue mm-hmm. and it's not just a rumour it, it has been reconfirmed yeah um, I'm still going to pick up a linebacker but I'm going to pick up the next one down on my list right and that's Malik Jefferson from Texas okay I think he is still good enough to go first round and uh, they do need to throw up the inside uh, linebacker position yeah okay just jotting that one down that's um <laughs> <laughs> no, it's an area of need for them for sure. 
um, you know, and and at this point, as you as you mentioned, the most obvious pick this would probably would have been Van der Esch, hundred percent. Um, yeah, you've then gone, yeah, you've gone for an area of need. You've, if you've got him graded there, that's awesome. So, mm. yeah, excellent pick. So we're getting close to the end now. We are. We are. Falcons. Falcons. They're going. Um, Taven Bryan, defensive tackle from Florida. That's Qu- the wide gone. For. Quinn's going to go defense, isn't he? That's just just who he is. Um, <laughs> and this guy help his offensive coordinator. This guy is is the epitome of where defense is going now in the NFL. Um, it was always about outside rushes. It still is about outside rushes. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But the teams with incredibly dynamic defenses are the ones that can get penetration up the middle. Um, and this guy pocket. I want to see he needs to be more consistent don't get me wrong mm-hmm. um, he does need to be more consistent but from a first step standpoint he is the most athletic defense, uh, defensive tackle in this draft even yeah. more so than Vita Vea Vita Vea is an all round warrior and incredibly strong Taven Bryan from a first step standpoint is cra- he's crazy quick off the line of scrimmage so he just he lives in the backfield and I think that would be excellent um, and maybe take some of the pressure off Beasley that he got following his excellent season so yeah. I think that's uh, I think that's where they're going to go I don't uh, don't disagree with you on that one mm-hmm. now we've got uh, we've got another trade okay we've got our final trade of the first round King interesting and that is the Saints moving out of the 27th pick yeah moving out of the first round okay because the Indianapolis Colts yeah. are moving back in for a second bite of the cherry they're taking the first round pick in exchange the Saints get the second round pick and the fourth round pick this year yep from the Colts good value to move back yep. it's only about what six seven places isn't it well yeah they've got the sixth pick in the yeah. second round yeah so not far they've got a fourth round pick as well out of that so yeah. we thought that was a decent trade yeah I thought so for them um, we think the Saints are going to go with a tight end so just in case they do stay in that spot we think Hayden Hurst we do um, but let's say the Colts do move in because the Colts want to take someone mm-hmm who do you think the Colts are taking if they're moving back into the first round? They've come to get the running back. That's what I thought as well. It's Darius Geis. Yes. Strong Darius pick. Darius Geis. Strong pick. Strong pick. They they just need to help out uh, Andrew Luck. So, And also, there are so many good running backs in this draft. We may have one gone. And that was right at the start. So, Yep. Um, yeah. And the Colts have got a few picks in the second round, so they can address offensive line. That's right. Um, at that point, you know, the likes of Connor Williams from Texas, who's accepted an invite to the draft, so he obviously thinks he's going first round. Mm. We've not had him gone... We've Well, he's certainly he's not gone so far. Now, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, you know, Austin Corbett from, from Nevada. Um, you know, Colton Miller, UCLA. There's, you know, there's still some guys. Will Hernandez, we've not really talked about. No. You know, there's there's some linemen there that will probably fall back into the second round and... You know they can the Colts can address that there, but they've been decisive. They've gone and got their running back. Um, yeah, I love that move. Okay, I love that move. So, what are you doing, King, with my Steelers at twenty eight? It's a bit of a tough one. This one it is, isn't it? Yeah, I'm gonna go with Leighton Van Der Esch. No, <laughs> <laughs> we just talked about him. Yeah, <laughs> we have. Come on, what are you doing for my Steelers? Um, sort me out. Do you know what I'm going to do? In all seriousness, like I think you guys are a pretty stacked team. I think you need inside linebackers the most glaring and obvious um, weakness based on injury, which you know is, is obviously horrific. Yeah. If Van der Esch is healthy, for sure I'm taking him. 
Um, but I'm not at this point. No. I don't think there's enough value there. Um, I think you need help at safety. I don't have a safety graded high enough here again for me. I considered Ronnie Harrison from Alabama, but I, again, I just think that there's other areas in need. Running back I'd look at, but again, there's not there's not enough value, so I'm going to go offensive line. It's not a sexy pick, and I'm sorry it's if you not. don't like it. <laughs> I'm going to go with Will Hernandez. I'm going to solidify that interior for you. Um, I'm going to you know, pair him up with DeCastro, and all of a sudden then you're going to be running the ball regardless of who's playing running back. So, I'm okay, sorry. Okay. I hope you're okay with that pick. He's definitely a quality player. I just don't think we really need him. You know, we're, we're in that position where when you're drafting near the bottom of the first round, you've got very few holes, hopefully, because you've got that into the playoffs. Um, we don't have many holes. You're right. We did pick up Morgan Burnett, but like, yeah, if you haven't got a safety graded high enough, then it's not worth it. Yeah, my next best safety, I haven't graded at 34. So from a value perspective, I had Hernandez graded higher than that. So it was a, you know, it's the natural choice. I, I guess the next safety I had was uh, Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen. Yeah, was my next uh, best mm-hmm. safety. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm not picking. No. And as well, like you said, inside linebacker, most of the great was already gone. So. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I hope we'll step all night tomorrow night King. I'm not waiting for <laughs> Will Hernandez to go to the I would Steelers. love it if he was <laughs> it's not a sexy pick and it's not a sexy pick you won't so I'm now the Jags and last week I had the Jags pick and I picked Connor Williams mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that this week because oh. I think there's... what are you thinking here because I cannot just while you're while you're confirming I'm I'm thinking tackle but I'm not sure about grade at this point Linebacker, just anywhere across the three. Um, but wide receiver is an interesting one, I think. It is interesting because, like I said, Calvin Ridley's still there. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't DJ rate Moore as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Chark as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't rate any of the wide receivers high enough to go in the first round. Interesting. I would prefer mm-hmm. to still look at the line, but mm-hmm. I'm going centre and I'm going Billy Price from Ohio State. Interesting. So, yeah, I'm covering off. More to help uh, Leonard Fournette and uh, of course Blake Bottles, who's my franchise guy. So I'm taking Billy Price. Interesting. Good Ohio pick. State. Well coached, well coached guy. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. A lot of people's number one uh, uh, centre as well. So. Yes. Yes, he was. Yes. I. Um, You've got two picks left, King. I, I, I do. I do have two picks. Uh, I do have two picks left. It's the Vikings at it, thirty. It is the Vikings at thirty. I'm got them taking a wide receiver. I know we talked about this. Well, there we go. So, I think they're going to add some weapons. They, you know, they've so got Stephon a gun- Diggs and Adam Thielen. They've got a gunslinger. Why not? Let's add a weapon. Let's add a really good route runner. Let's yes. add DJ Moore. Screw it. We're going not with DJ, DJ Moore. Chuck. DJ Moore. DJ Moore. I okay. think I actually have him slightly higher. Um, I think he's a little bit more rounded, a little bit more physical than Calvin Ridley. Oh, he's fat. And um, no, oh, yeah, that's, okay. that's me. Um, no, I think that why from received, Maryland from Maryland. I think yeah, I think he's the highest graded. Sorry, Calvin, um, you're great, <laughs> and I love your route running ability. But I think that I would go with DJ Moore at this point. Okay. Well, yeah, I would just thought that they've got their well-known two wide receiver sorted. That um, yeah. Haven't they still got? Oh, what's the name of the wide receiver they drafted that didn't didn't pan out? Lacon Treadwell. That's right, Treadwell. He's still there, isn't they he? They do. Don't care. <laughs> do not care. 
That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I've got the last pick for the Patriots. Yep. Because they still retained uh, the 31st pick. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go Sam Hubbard from Ohio State. He's such a Patriots player, isn't he? Well, why not take him then? He's such... If he's so Patriots... He is so Patriots, it's ridiculous. Sam Hubbard. Mm. Remember that, because that is almost nailed on to go to the Patriots of 31. Like I said, we're going with what we think is actually going to happen um, Thursday night. Yeah. Tomorrow night. Or this evening, because we're loading this up tomorrow morning, King. Yeah, let's be honest. We're not going to be right, but we've uh, there's a few here that we will definitely catch, for sure. Yeah. We're hoping sure. to get the majority of these people going in the first thirty. Isaiah Oliver at seven. Watch out for it. <laughs> I'm putting some money on that. Do it, oh, mate, let me know what the odds are. I, I trust Brett Coleman in all things. Okay. NFL related. No. Uh, so you've got the last pick. You've got the Eagles. And last week, you actually traded with the Browns to get Darius Geis. He's not there anymore. And you don't think the Eagles are going to trade out. I don't... I think the Browns might, to be honest, I think the Browns, just to be safe, might flip it. Okay. And go up one spot. And takes do... and takes Sony Michelle. But you think Sony Michelle's going anyway to the Eagles? I don't actually. No. Now I'm looking at the board. I think that the Eagles will take a tight end, and I think that they are going to go with Hayden Hurst. Okay, providing they didn't go to the Saints, who we traded with. Yeah. If the, if Hurst had gone, then mm-hmm. are the Eagles still going tight end? They're going Dallas Goddard. Um. Yeah. Possibly. Or running back themselves to be fair to be honest if they they could go in any direction they were obviously stacked but I think they might have Calvin Ridley rated higher um, highest and they might go wide receiver so we have got no idea of the last pick frankly the, the Eagles uh, the, the Eagles are shopping the pick They, I, I would almost put money on the fact that the Eagles will not be drafting at 32nd 30 this year yeah. so I haven't put much thought into what the Eagles want to do but I think they'll probably go tight end or take a risk on Van Der Esch if they've not taken him off the board and gone, right, if we can get three years out of him, that's good enough for us. Yeah. Because we're already stacked. And with that, King, mm-hmm. we've just blitzed through, well, it felt like we blitzed through uh, yeah. the entire first round. Your dog's snoring, so I don't know how, how right. blitzy we, right. uh, we were. <laughs> well, okay. And in that, in that time, we did just three trades... But they were notable trades in the first round. Oh, for sure they were. Yeah. And we believe there will be more trades, but we can't. Yeah, I'm not. Can't see everything in the future. Yeah, I'm not, Come on, give us some. I'm not some chopping. Time. I'm not chopping the draft up completely now. But we have still got Sam Darnold as number one, Saquon Barkley as number two, Baker Mayfield number three, Bradley Chubb four to the Browns, Josh Rosen five to the Bills, mm-hmm. Roquan Smith six to the Colts, Isaiah Oliver seven to the Bucks, Quentin Nelson eight to the Bears, Minka Fitzpatrick nine to the Niners. And Tremaine Edmonds, 10 to the Raiders. Yep. Other notable picks there, of course, were Josh Allen going 12 to the Broncos. And Lamar Jackson going 15 to the Patriots. Not the Cardinals, the Patriots. The Patriots. There we go. Yeah, and, um, you know, some notable omissions from the the first round. Mike Hughes, UCF, cornerback. Mm -hmm. I think there's an expectation he could go first round. Yep. Um, Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley, for sure. Yeah, he's, um, he's, he's a big one. Um, Mason Rudolph so we haven't got six quarterbacks going in the first round no. um, Maurice Hurst who, who frankly is, is rated certainly PFF wise as well is rated as one of the top ten prospects but you know he does have um, a heart condition so I think that he'll fall outside of the first round Connor Williams Connor Williams as well who's Tackle attending the draft yeah and Frank Ragnall the centre from Arkansas so there's some not- notable omissions there guys um you know, there's still some good players in the second round. Josh Jackson, Iowa as well. Sorry, not to, uh, you know, don't want to 
<laughs> Labour the point too much. Miss him out, but yeah, so it's um yeah, it's gonna be super exciting. Um there's no way, let's be honest, Jim, there is absolutely no way that we're gonna be hundred percent correct, but you know, watch this space, it'd be interesting, it's always fun to do. So um yeah, give us a shout if you think we're we didn't miles. Josh off. Jackson either. That's what I said, yeah, Josh Jackson. Did you say Josh Jackson? I didn't hear that bit, yeah. sorry. It's alright. I was, I was yeah. rustling through. Jesse Bates the third is another one, there's another sneaky Ooh. from Wake Forest. Ooh. He is an amazing safety. I bet he's a really good basketball player as well. <laughs> he might play basketball as well. No, Wake Forest is... Yeah, it is a basketball school. It is. Um, yeah, he's another one that's uh, being hailed as a bit of a sleeper. Mm. So, just be careful. He might go. <laughs> he might go. That's it. Do you know will be a sleeper? If Will Hernandez goes to the Steelers? <laughs> You'll be fast asleep if that's the case. I will be so a sleeper if that happens. <laughs> that's not even funny. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah so tomorrow night which is Thursday night which when you listen to us tonight so mm-hmm. okay we recorded the night earlier um, we will be up the entire night won't we King we we'll will. be posting on Insta we'll please be say on Instagram. Instagram sorry yeah and uh, uh, Twitter we'll be looking to post stuff on there as well mm-hmm. um, and then of course Friday once it's all happened mm-hmm. the first first round is over mm-hmm. we'll have a chance to have a quick sleep we mm-hmm. will then do the after draft which is the final podcast for the Jim and the King season two. Yeah. Uh, we'll see if we can get on as well. If anyone's uh, not going to work on Friday, we'll try and get them in as well. Um, and then that'll be it for the summer. For sure. So we get to break down everything that goes on tomorrow night, but we will be streaming live stuff through the night tomorrow. So please, if you are staying up, get involved at Jim and the King on Twitter, at Jim and the King on Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, Jim the com. Everything goes up on there as well uh, in good time. Uh, I'm, I will also look to post up these uh, mock drafts on there as well, so you can have a look back and see what we mocked both this week and last week mm-hmm. with Punk and Denver. And uh, yeah, we've only got twenty-four, well, less than twelve hours to wait now, King. Yep, that's it. No one else is doing mock drafts. Hopefully, nope. so this is the last one you'll hear. I think Mike Mayock's come out tonight, there, doesn't it? Yeah, but we're posting tomorrow morning. Ah, well, we'll be so last then. We who <laughs> is first should. No, who's we'll, last should be first. We'll be last best. Uh, yeah, we'll be the best. We'll mm. definitely be the you know the most up to date for sure. <laughs> for sure. Unless of course Donald is definitely is like completely not in the running for number one anymore, and that's true. Uh, in which case, that's screwed everything. <laughs> <laughs> and then with that, that's it. So unless you've got anything else to say, King, you happy no. with that? No, I'm all good. You're just rechecking every name on the entire list. Yeah, I'm just saying who's one between you and I. <laughs> That's all you care about. Yeah. Okay, so until the draft, guys, I've been Jim. That's been the King, and thank you so much for listening. 